0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we highlight the latest news and vulnerabilities to cybersecurity, as well as we showcase those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and today, as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. Where that? All right, so we have an action pack week little bit of a format change so we're still doing monday through friday except for when you're tuning in this week you uh you'll get our two our two topics of the week on monday and tuesday wednesday you'll uh you'll get ask assist P. thursday you will get our discussion topic uh which i won't i won't spoil this uh in this episode so you can stay tuned and then uh friday we'll do our weekly rundown like we normally do so uh with that being said Uh, for monday we're going to talk about the uh the russian foreign intelligence uh service exploiting five publicly known vulnerabilities to compromise u.s and allied networks really long title to an article but if you are keeping up with the news uh it's pretty pretty hot take pretty fresh uh in what the uh the u.s is uh now saying and what we're now doing so with that being said i kick it over to shannon all right everybody so like ryan mentioned
1: here right so uh, this was actually a cybersecurity advisory was put out, and it's from the 16th Air Force actually. And like you said, with the title, Russian foreign intelligence service exploiting five publicly known vulnerabilities to compromise U.S. and allied networks. Right. So th- we already knew from the Solar hack, like we we announced back in January that they were the likely culprits of this. Right. Which means we pretty much know it was them. Right. So we it shouldn't come as a surprise to us that uh, they're going around doing this. Right. So. Uh, The NSA, the CISA, uh, FBI, they jointly released a cybersecurity advisory that says Russian SVR targets U.S. and allied networks um, to expose ongoing Russian foreign intelligence service, SVR, exploitation of five publicly known vulnerabilities. Um, This advisory is being released alongside the U.S. government's formal attribution of the SolarWinds supply chain compromise, right, which was back in January. We said we pretty sure they did it and related cyber espionage campaign. Um, and the reason they put this out is to highlight additional tactics, techniques, and procedures, TTPs being used by uh Russian intelligence so the network defenders could take action to mitigate against them, right? So there was five different there was five different things that they went after, right? And there were some CVEs, there's five different CVEs for this, but uh, basically what they affected was Fortinet, Fortigate VPN, Sinecore Zimbra collaboration suite pulse secure pulse connect secure vpn citrix application delivery controller and gateway and vmware workspace one access right so i went and looked at these cves right because i was like okay they were already publicly known and i'm looking and, and as i look at the 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 numbering format for these CVEs, I'm looking at them and I see 2018, 2019. And usually that means that's about the year that it came out, right? That's not always the case. I'm not going to say that's not always the case, but it's usually when it was discovered. So when I see this 2018, I went and looked at it and it was actually discovered in 2019. But the point being, it was still almost two years ago. something that was discovered and was known about, right? Um, The fact that the fact that Russia is confident enough to go look at some of these, I, when, when I looked at all five, the one that was uh, that was last had any type of change to it or anything was from January of this year, right? So even then, let's let's do the math on that, right? January to February is the month. February to March, March to April, we got three months that went by before it was before it was something that they decided. Okay, it's something that's public, but we're still going to try to access this. And here's the thing. There is there is going to be success with this, right? There is success with this that they found from things that are almost two years old to things that were that were referenced three months ago, right? So why are we why are we still doing this? This goes into some of the topics we went to in the past, right? With um, current administration putting money into cybersecurity, right? This this uh what was it five hundred five hundred billion or five was it five hundred million? What was it? Five hundred five hundred million if i five hundred million twice to be one billion. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. Right. So 500 million and 500 million to give us a billion. So this is why that's needed. Right. Cause even though we have stuff out there that has been almost two years old now, I think may of may of 2019, I think was the oldest timeframe. Been out there for almost two years. We're still getting owned for mm-hmm. this stuff. You know what I mean? Like we have made it aware where I know how this works. Like we're supposed to be looking at these CVEs. I'm not going to say daily but at least weekly right to say okay what what's new that's out there what's new coming out um these things are distributed all the time you know what i mean they're readily available for us to see to say okay let's make sure if we are using these tools because i'm not saying everything that they went after is something that's being used right but um even now they put this out for the DVD for the DOD, but the DOD is not the only one that's using these products, right? Citrix is out there in in the public, right? VMware is especially out there in the public, right? Um, So this is stuff that I don't understand how something from two years ago that Russia is so confident to say, let's go ahead and look at this and see if this is a way we can get in. Right. So I, I guess, I guess if we were smarter than that, we wouldn't have too much to talk about on the show, right? Like every week, it would be we have to do something different, right? Like it keeps us it keeps us talking and making people aware of what's going on out there. But this is just one of those things. I'm like, we've got to be better than this, right? Because you got a foreign you got a, a a foreign nation out there saying, "I'm fairly certain I can make this work," and 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 attack somebody's U.S. and allied networks to to see. Uh, a way to get in you know what i mean but that's just my take on it levon what you what you got on this man
2: yeah i think it's like uh just like you said it's you, you pretty much covered it pretty well just the fact that uh obviously these are some old exploits I and mean, that it's taken so long for people to uh to kind of uh realize that these are out here and to you know take care of mitigate these these vulnerabilities on their systems it's uh you know um i don't know it's uh it, i'm trying to think of like what you know, what could be the cause of that? I mean, I know, I know DOD and, you know, other organizations are known for like, um, you know, making, taking a sweet time and upgrading the system sometimes. And uh, I think I've heard, you know, people are still on XP out there that people don't even care what like operating system they're using as long as it still works, as long as it's working, they don't really, they don't really uh, give it any, give it any mind. Uh, but that's when they get, that's when they get uh, attacked is that they have some old software, they have some old uh, unpatched system. Um and then you have these exploits from 2018, like you referenced 2018, 2019, 2020. I mean, for Russia to be using these old exploits and being successful on like act, attacking government systems is, you know, very concerning. I mean, I think uh, as you mentioned with the with the investment, the potential investment in cybersecurity, which would be a great thing, which should be a thing, uh, especially with so much important information that our uh, that our DoD organizations are holding. You know, they're holding like, you know, people actually, you know. Uh, uh, citizen information, as well as their own secret, like, you know, weapon development and things like that, that are probably essential. And if they got leaked that, you know, they would be a a big, uh, a big deal. So hopefully the, the DOD takes note and that they're like, you know, maybe they'd start investing more time, more money into these, uh, into these initiatives, the cybersecurity, hopefully like spin up their the environment so that it's, it's more secure and more reliable that we can, we can count on them not to be, uh, uh, Taken advantage of by another country. Because <laughs> nobody likes to get taken advantage of. <laughs> but what you think about this, Ryan?
0: I, I think it's good transparency that they will come out and say, hey, like, like first off, they actually attributed it to uh, to Russia, like officially saying, hey, uh, these are definitely the corporates. This is how they got in, uh, or a few of the ways they got in that we can currently disclose, uh, as well as here is some like their their uh, their popular five. Here's the top five. Uh, that they may, they may be coming at you with so for for them to release that information obviously they've already began uh, patching and whatnot. Um, but I did read another article uh, which I couldn't find. I was trying to dig up um, where they're saying that the FBI and other agencies are starting to reach out to companies to say, "Hey, uh, we know that you have these vulnerabilities, um, so you need you need to patch your systems uh, before either Russia already has a foothold or before they get a foothold uh, within your network." So it goes. So they're actually they they're actually paying attention. Um, as well as being more uh proactive and, and contact because even though all this happened, like I, I I asked I had a poll in my uh in my office to ask them if they knew why this was happening, like when it was announced on the news, and they had no clue. Like they all have computers, like none of them are obviously uh security people, so they don't have to patch them or whatnot, but they're not patching their systems unless Windows tells them to, right? So mm. I think like obviously uh for us and our audience, like we understand what's going on, but for regular, you know, uh, uh, Jack and Jill out there, they have no clue. So uh, hopefully, this this goes the uh, the route of being more transparent, uh, being more uh, proactive, and sharing this information, and then just kind of like uh, pushing them out of our networks because we know they're in there pretty deep. So, thought you know, it's good. It's good news. It's in in my opinion, um, I, I can see this being the the beginning of. Uh, perhaps more PSAs, more, you know, like a campaign to, to tell people like, hey, this is what's going on. And by the way, Russia knows everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're right. in all your systems. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people don't know what a CV is, right? So they wouldn't know, you know, um, what they need to do to patch it. Like uh, I, I looked at a couple of these, but there's some some of these I've never seen before. Like obviously I know VMware, and know Citrix, but I didn't know 40 um, gate VPN, never heard of it. Was like obviously i know i'm not affected because i don't have it but i was like i don't even know who would be affected so uh, i i do think this is going a, a long way into uh to helping prevent some of this stuff from uh happening in the future um but i am very optimistic so put that out there too
1: <laughs> but you, but you bring up a good point right And you, and you referenced it to you referenced it to individual users right at their home like they they're like i don't patch anything until windows tells me to right well these weren't windows right like these were third-party uh, vulnerabilities right it wasn't it wasn't part of microsoft right so how many people how many people are doing that that are in some of these other companies you know what i mean just like all right well whenever I see a notification that comes back from Microsoft or whatever, then I know I need to go out and patch, right? Well, no, you have more than that on your network. You have other things on your network you may be using, especially in this day and age with COVID and the teleworking, that VPN one, like that is one that is probably being heavily used out there, right? So it's just one of those things where people just need to keep up with that stuff. Like you should know your environment to know whether or not you're gonna be affected by this. That would be my hope, right? If you're a large company. For the, for the personal user, Okay, maybe not so much, right? Like everybody has a computer. Not everybody knows how to use a computer. But I would hope that, um, especially in the DoD, you know your network enough to know, okay, well, I do have some Fortinet products, right? Like I do have VMware products, you know what I mean? Like I I, know I need to be looking at this and seeing if it's applicable to what I have. But that's that's my hope anyway. I can't say that that's actually 100% true.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it all comes down to uh, education. So hopefully, like hopefully, this this turns to an education um, campaign, just to to let people know, make more aware of what's going on out there. Um, Because like it feels like every day um, there's a new social media compromise, there's a new um, IoT compromise. There's like something's always popping up. so it seems like we're getting faster identifying it we just need to be faster at actually protecting our, our our networks and our systems and um what they always say like your your weakest link you know what i mean like you're only as strong as your weakest link and that that is your uh common everyday user who who isn't getting that that stellar ia training necessarily every year so um very true. But yeah, I, yeah i think this is this is this is good info mm-hmm. yeah and you're
2: 100 right ryan it's like uh that is like, I don't know the statistic, but uh, I, I believe that most like vulnerabilities end up happening um, from a lot of like end users, like their emails, they get like a phishing email, they get they click a link or they download some some product and it gets into the machine and then they, they're able to like traverse the, the network uh, in some kind of fashion. But um, but yeah, that's just a good point. We've got to educate the the end users as well as the the people that are actually running the IT systems and, and uh, you know, re- Actually have to hold the role of a, of a of some sort of ia uh position in the, in the company so it's, a, it's definitely a good point for sure
0: right so uh like i guess big picture uh there's bad people out there some of them are nation states <laughs> trying to get to your uh, your info and into your business so uh you got to be smart you got to patch your stuff um with that being said I uh, think that brings us to the natural conclusion of this episode. I'd like to, to thank my co-hosts. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Levon. Always a uh, pleasure to have you on the show. Um, we're going to get into a little bit more detail into like that whole IoT situation later on in the week, so please uh, stay tuned. Uh, please go to our website www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. where you can get to our uh, social medias, such as our Facebook group, also called The Other Side of the Firewall. Uh, you can reach me. Uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, IG, and TikTok at ryrysecurityguy, Ryry Security Guy. That's R-O-Y-R-Y Security Guy and Levon. Hit me up on the Twitters at Levon Maynard. There it is. So please feel free to ask some questions, leave comments, feedback, all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe, uh, ring some bells. I don't know. Do what you do to uh, stay up to date. So with that, peace.